I came from Nigeria to Ireland yeah. to stay with my uh, stay with my auntie. I, I couldn't even <laughs> understand the accent when I came came to Ireland. <laughs> so we have Guinness in Nigeria and we have Guinness in Ireland. So I was like, at least thank God you guys have Guinness. I was the only black guy in my school. I felt so special. And if you don't know Blanchistan, Blanchistan is like Africa basically. After a year, I started falling in love with yeah. Ireland. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is actually cool. How's it going, people? Welcome back to another episode of the Here's the Crack podcast. A uh, special guest episode this week. We're joined from Kildare. Black Paddy, how's it going? Yeah, what's the story? What's the crack? Um, what's the Black what's the Paddy? Crack? Yeah, how you guys doing? I'm very privileged to be here today. So how's everything going? All, all good. What we're at, well, it's now, well, we're recording at half seven. Oh, what, cool. What, it's 7.30 p.m. What were you up to today? Did you have a busy day? Well, yeah, it's been it's been kind of a busy day. So I came all the way from Kildare, more than Streven. You know, yeah. I, live, I live in the countryside, basically. I'm, a, I'm like a black culture, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> you can smell the cow shite off of there. <laughs> so I actually just came. I got uh, I got two trains from yeah. more than Streven to Dublin, then from Dublin to Belfast. It was, it was fun, yeah. interesting, you know. And I actually, I got the VIP part of the train train so i can oh. just relax mm-hmm. and have a great time but it wasn't relaxing a little boy came over to me he was like you know he was like you know the, um disabled kid he was, yeah. came into the train and one of the uh one of the stewards in the train was like oh black pad is in the vip the boy came inside oh my god i'm a big fan and i'm a rapper he just he was after coming from 50 cent concert oh and yeah 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 but the guy was he, he rapped for me and he was such a good rapper like yeah. you know what i mean yeah yeah and he has youtube and stuff like that it was pretty cool and i was trying to be as disguisable as everything so yeah. nobody noticed me but as soon as the boy left everyone just turned back <laughs> like, oh, here we go it's gonna be a good day it. So, yeah so it was fun and it was great it was actually really cool anyway. yeah. yeah what what's that what's that like we'll, we'll get we get into it a little bit later on but like what's that like um like living out in the middle of the countryside like you do a lot of like traveling like do you do you do you get trains everywhere or like public transport do you so, drive like what no, I actually don't drive. I am I am I'm band of the road. That's I can tell. I'm Irish. Uh, so uh, yeah, uh, yeah, band of the road. Anyway, just well due to multiple offenses from no insurance and tax, and I've tried to explain to the police I'm covered with the blood of Jesus. I don't need insurance, <laughs> you know. But still, happens, happens, happens. But you know, it has to be done. But um, yeah, so uh, I'm band of the road. Um, lessons learned. So now what I do is I I cycle everywhere. I have a lovely bicycle, electric bike, so yeah. it's really cool. Put on a train, go on the, on the train. Sometimes we're not, I'm not allowed on the bus with the bike because the bike guys will be like, oh, my God, you can't get a bike on the bus. But when they see me, oh, Black Friday, sure, I'll go on you. Because <laughs> yeah. like you can actually fold the bike. And oh, you can, nice. yeah, you can fold the bike. So I actually thought about it, and yeah, I just I I travel a lot just with bikes or some some yeah. people give me a lift and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah. it's pretty handy. You know? yeah. a lot a lot of miles on the bike. Then. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I do feel sorry for that bike, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, obviously, you said you live in Kildare. You yeah. um, how long you came over in like two thousand and four? four yeah yeah yourself yeah 2004 just yeah. me yeah, yeah 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 and you originally were nigerian yeah nigeria yeah, yeah. and you came over in 2004 yourself yeah so you had uh, did you you family over here yeah so my family is not here i came from i came from nigeria to ireland yeah. to stay with my uh still my auntie because my auntie she she lived here my dad used to live in ireland too as well before but he left mm-hmm. uh, yeah just to married my mom you know because yeah. back then there was not so many beautiful african women in ireland back then years ago he had yeah. to fly all the way back to africa yeah. to find one and because you know she probably was too good he didn't want to come back you know what i mean but uh so my auntie stayed here so um 
when my dad was falling sick, he had stroke. Uh-huh. And yeah, so he was like, you know what? Um, you should go and, you know, have a great life. So he yeah. actually sent me to my auntie to stay with her. So yeah, yeah. by myself yeah. at 14 years of age. Yeah. yeah. So you were, so you're born, born in Nigeria. Why, 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 if you don't mind me asking, was it like your, like your mom said, go to, go to Ireland or was it just go to where she actually see Ireland she goes go to the UK that's what she said she goes she goes go to London and in my mind I was like ah, cool I'm going to London I told all my friends back then I was 14 I told them it's cool hey guys guess what I'm going to London baby they're like yeah because I've never in my life heard about Ireland yeah, I just yeah. I, I've heard of London because London is a big yeah. thing. Everybody goes to London. If you want a great life, go to London, make money, and come back to Africa and build a big house. Yeah, that's the rule. That's how it goes. You know, so I was like, yeah, I'm going to London. I'm going to make money and come back and build a big mansion. That's why that's my mindset. And I came here and I was like, this is not London. This is I just I yeah. I, I couldn't even understand the accent when I came <laughs> came to Ireland because I was like, hello, what's the story? I was like, wait, what? What? what you want a story? It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was pretty yeah so just i was uh, yeah it was just kind of like um she she actually she actually made me co- came to um ireland because of my auntie was here yeah and she knew if i stayed in africa things might be different did i join a gang or crime mm-hmm. or whatever it is so she wanted she wanted a better life so she was like yeah. you know what you just go and stay with, stay with my sister she's gonna take care of you and be good you know that kind of way so and make sure you go to college and finish your education and stuff like that yeah so it was it was it's been a it's been a great journey anyway since anyway yeah um, yeah and you stay you you arrived stay with your aunt and what was that like what was the transition moving? so it was it was it was actually it's it was it's different and the only thing that was that's just similar is the guinness we have guinness in nigeria and we have guinness in ireland so i was like at least thank god you guys have guinness yes i mean let's let's yeah. enjoy that together but i remember coming here the first time man I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Because, bro, it was freezing as fuck, bro. Literally. Bro, I won't lie to you, man. When I came out of the plane, I was like, whoa, this is not right. <laughs> no, really, really, no joke. As soon as I just came out of the plane, first thing I couldn't feel was my Mickey. I was like, where the fuck is it gone? It was too cold. It was so cold. And I was like, you know what? I was like, you know what? Let's, 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 let's adapt to this new lifestyle and stuff like that. I wasn't really, really happy to be honest with you because first, first of all, I thought was, I thought I was going to be in England and I was in Ireland. I was like, hey, what's going on? And it, it was, my plan was because see back in Africa, everyone that goes to London comes, comes back home and they're famous and like, wow, big, mm. big dogs. And like, wow, we, we went to London. You know, when I come back home and I tell people I went to Ireland, like, where is that? They don't know where Ireland is, you know, that kind of way. So I was like, oh my God. But in my head, I said, you know what? One day I'm going to go to London. I don't care how long I'm going to stay. I'm going to go back to London and live there. Then I stayed in Ireland for a while. I, I moved to a place called Blanchestown. Yeah. And if you don't know Blanchestown, Blanchestown is like Africa, basically. <laughs> no, really, Jenny. There's more black people in Blanchestown than it is in Africa right yeah. now. It's actually crazy. So I moved. We moved to Blanchestown in when I came to Ireland, and um, it was fun. Went to you know I I I made friends. My best my first friend was Barry, and my English was really it wasn't as great back mm. then. My I, was, I I I spoke broken English. Yeah. So but like broken English, like for example, if someone to say, "How are you doing?" In my English, I'll say, how you day? So that's uh, how I spoke back then. So I was trying to speak English to my friend, but, but they were teaching me English as well. And they were really friendly, nice. Byron was a very nice guy, teaching me some few slangs and stuff like that. And it was really interesting. After a year, I started falling in love 
with yeah. Ireland. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is actually cool. I like these people. I like the way they roll. It was actually interesting. Started getting to the culture. I went to school here. I went to secondary school in Castanoxicity. Um, I enjoyed. I enjoyed school. I loved school and everything. It was actually interesting. I remember in in school. This was 2005. I was the only black guy in my school. I felt so special. I was really loved, bro. Yeah. I was so loved. Everybody came over to me. Oh my God, can I touch your hair? I'm like, oh yeah, go ahead. Feels like a Brillo pad. I'm like, what does a Brillo pad? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually interesting. They loved me and everything. Fast forward to 2007, I was about to finish school. I was in, I was in sixth year mm. and this other black guy came in. I was like, man, you coming to take my shine. What's going on? <laughs> I, was, I wasn't loved as much anymore. The love was divided now. I was like, what's going on, bro? Yeah. I literally closed my eyes of my eyes. Everyone was black. I was like, wow, what's going on? <laughs> So it was interesting. It was just it was it's been it's been a journey, you know. Um, it's it's just it's it was just I found I just I just find the Irish people very friendly. They were just mm. friendly. They were coming up. They were just they were very curious, asking questions. So what is it like? What is what? How do you? What do you eat? What I mean? Why do you dress like that? Why is your hair like this? And I was explaining to them and stuff like that. It was re- pretty fun and interesting. Yeah. So it was great, and I fell in love with it. So it was really fun. It was really fine with me when I came here. Yeah. Do you think you'll ever go back to? Actually, um, speaking of that, I haven't been back to Africa since I you came. You haven't? Here. No, That's I haven't awesome. been back home. If I go back Seriously. home now, I would even know what to do, where to go. Or yeah. like that. It, it's kind of it's it's, and the reason why I I never went back was you know when I came here, it took me a long time to get my citizenship. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. yeah. So I got my citizenship around let's say. Um, uh, 2017 which is not that too far away yeah. you know that kind of way so that's when i got my red passport and i was like yeah. you know what okay I, now i got my citizenship i was like yes um let me go back but instead i was like nah let me go to other european countries and see what's like i went yeah. to croatia i remember my first time croatia I did a gig in croatia stuff like that it was fun and the thing is going back was see my dad passed away when I was living, mm-hmm. and it's it's it was a sad thing for me to leave Africa and that, in that kind of note. And my mom has always come here to visit. Oh, she yeah. comes, yeah, yeah, she comes visit and she goes back and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, mom, why don't you just stay here? She goes, no, yeah. it's, it's it's too cold for me. Or <laughs> she has, she doesn't have much French. She like it back home. She doesn't mind coming yeah. back and going back and yeah. she loves that kind of stuff. So, but I I feel like I really want to visit. And the reason why I want to visit is just because I feel like I'm too spoiled now. Like mm-hmm. you know, living in Ireland, I think things are just so easy for me. I need to get myself grounded again. I need to feel appreciative of life to see what's like in Africa and mm-hmm. see where I grew up, how hard it was for me, you know, that kind of way. So I feel like I just need to go back there and, yeah. s- and just feel, just get that vibe again in my system yeah. and see what it's like, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's been fun anyway, but I would like to go back sometime. Yeah. yeah. What was it like? Like, you didn't, was, is it right? You didn't see your mom for 10 years when you moved over here? Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, bro? man. It was, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty tough. Um, so when I came here, um, it's, it's just, see, I, she she left me when I was fourteen, and she came back and she saw another person, which was weird yeah. because when she left me, I was just a little kid who was innocent. The only bad thing I did in my life ever was wanking. I didn't ever, I never <laughs> went near drugs or anything or alcohol. I never yeah. did anything bad in my life, you know that kind of way. Yeah. So leaving Africa at the age of fourteen, coming to Ireland. In fact, when I came to Ireland and I and I was I was walking on the street one time um, in Blanchestown and I saw two people kissing. I was like. <gasps> 
<gasps> oh my god, you're about to make babies on the street. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, is that legal? Is it is that all right? And they were like, just doing it normally, casually. Two young kids, like, just literally. And my, my friend was by, was like, come on, dad, yeah, it's called shifting. You want to, you want to, you can shift your girl here. It's okay. So I was like, no way, wow. <laughs> and honestly, I think, I think, I never, I didn't have sex until the age of 23. Which is yeah. which is pretty long time for me because of how I was brought up in a religious yeah. way yeah. and stuff like that. But when I had sex, whoa, it was the best feeling of my life. I was like, well, <laughs> I want more of this, bro. Where can I get more of this? She was like, No, 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 it's just me. I was like, What do you mean, just you? This is amazing. Imagine four of you. That'll be amazing. Come on, let's 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 be happy. <laughs> but um, no. So um, I I I drank. I I did drugs. I was homeless. I mean, I went through loads of things in my life. Then you know and. My mom, I remember when she was leaving me, she was like, you better go to college. You better study, be a doctor, be a lawyer, be an engineer. Mm-hmm. And you know, that kind of way. I yeah. went to college as well. I went to I went to DIT. I studied yeah. civil engineering, dropped out in second year. And uh, the reason why is because, you know, I had I just had bad company, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes she will call from home, call my auntie. How is he doing? Is he all right? And my auntie, for the fear of, she can't even tell my mom the mm-hmm. truth. Yeah. Like what's like if she tell my mom the truth she would like literally maybe have a heart attack or something like that because yeah. my auntie my auntie like we fell out as well like you know she because she was my auntie was trying my, her best as well to you know to make me a better person but i think she overdid it she kind of mm-hmm. she kind of pushed me to the cinderella party you know whereby i have to like you know wash the dishes before i go out or i have to like do this before i go out and if i go out i have to be back home at a certain time yeah. and my friends would look at me like, like, you're weirdo, bro. Like, literally, we're going out for party. Why are you going back home at seven? Like, I'm like, you don't know my auntie. Trust yeah. me, I will see Jesus if I don't come back home. <laughs> this time, bro, like, I have to be home. And I kind of got sick of it in another kind of way. And I was yeah. like, you know what? I just have to, like, you know, start living my life and stuff like that. So I was like, I stood up to her one day. I was like, no, I'm, I can't. I have to, like, literally have fun with my friends. I remember it was graduation night. We finished college and in, 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 Back in the south, when you finish college, a sixth class, you yeah. have this graduation party where people go out and yeah. have a good crack and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's not like in a party, just in a green somewhere. We all get drink uh, cans, hash, just stay on yeah. the green till like three in the morning and stuff like that. And I want to stay there because I fancy this girl anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I want. I just want. I just needed attention, but um, I, 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 I stood my ground, stayed with them. But coming back home, she wouldn't let me in. Right, she right. was like, "Not tonight. You're not coming to this house. You want to be a big boy? Be a big boy. Yeah. You are not coming into this house today." I was like, "Oh, bro, this is it now, right?" <laughs> I was like, "This is it." Rang my friend Barry. I said, "Barry, here. Listen, I can I stay over in your house?" Barry, lovely guy. Yeah, sure. Why not? Come on in. Stayed in his house for a while, but you know, his mom was like, "What's the story? Oh, he's been here for three days now." <laughs> you know, you know. So after that, became homeless. Went into a lifestyle of partying, drugs, enjoying mm-hmm. my life. You know. And yeah. my auntie was like, my mom was calling my auntie. So what's the story? Is he all right? Is it is it still in college? And my auntie said, oh yeah, well I don't know what the story is. And my mom actually ended up get my mom get my number. She rang me, and she was like, so what's what's college like? And I said, mom, um, listen, um, I I I don't think I'm I'm doing college anymore. I'm yeah. now I'm now a comedian. I'm an entertainer now. And she was like, what? An entertainer? What is that? I said, no, I'm a comedian. What 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 is what is this? What is comedian? I make people laugh. Are you serious? Are you, are you stupid? I told you to go to. I brought. I, I I took all the money to bring you to Ireland, so you end up to be a clown. Are you serious? I was like, Mom, no, seriously. Um, well, I I'm trying my best. I'm making like you know, I'm making few money off it. Like I'm actually making like you know, two hundred fifty euro a week. 
what? <laughs> the tone changed. You're making 250 a week. Oh, I have a joke for you. You can tell this joke. It's a very, very funny <laughs> joke. It's a, it's a good joke. Tell me with this joke. So things to kind of change around. And yeah. anyway, she finally ended up coming to Ireland and she saw me and it was the most emotional thing in the world. She came, I remember when she came out of the airport and I seen her. I didn't even know how to act because I haven't seen my mom because I haven't seen her in a long time. And it was because the only time I see her is like, you know, phone call or something that's FaceTime. And I saw her, she was very small. And then I thought she would be, she was extremely small. I felt mm. so tall. I was like, no way. And I hugged her. And first time in a long time, I yeah. shed a tears. Just, just hug someone. I, you could feel that, I could feel that love of someone. Like, you know, like you've never got a love of a friend, of a girlfriend, of nobody. Just a real intimate hug. And she hugged me so tight. And I was like, Mom, I love you. She was like, I love you too. And yeah, and I was really happy to see her again anyway. So I stayed for a while. She stayed in my um, sister's house. And, you know, so she's, since then she's been up and back now and stuff like that. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's how it felt anyway. To not see her for a long time, it kind of like... It was it was deep for me anyway, but I'm really happy at least I mm. get to see her. You know that kind of way. Yeah. 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 And what age were you when you started doing gigs and stuff then? So I was I was twenty. I think I was twenty twenty five. Yeah, twenty five years old. Because at the age of twenty three, I left college and I was I don't know what to do at the time. I was just I was a lost soul. Mm. I I I know for one thing that right from when I was in secondary school, I've always wanted to do something regarding entertainment yeah. because i remember back then where there was only few black people in ireland then there was like three famous rappers millionaire boys birdman and bbc guys these three guys were like they were into entertainment they were like famous they were gigging around the african community and people knew them they were like, wow dude whenever they do a gig somewhere all the african people go there and watch them because they were the only famous irish people that we have back then you know that kind mm -hmm. of way and i've always wanted to do something but i didn't know what to do so i said you know what i want to be a rapper too and that's where the name Fabudi came from. Yeah. You know, Fabudi meant fabulous David. My real name is David. Uh -huh. So Fabudi was fabulous because I wanted to be a rapper because yeah. man, I loved the attention. I wanted to I wanted I wanted to do something that I don't know what it will be. But um I started trying to rap and I remember going to the studio and people was like, Oh my god, that's a good song. And it wasn't like a proper studio, it was a it was a youth center, but they had a studio for everyone mm. to come in and do yeah. their own thing and to explore their talents and stuff like that. And the guy, um, uh, uh, the guy uh, Graham, who was at the door, who sat, is the is the main youth worker. I finished my, I was rapping, I was trying to do my rap and stuff like that. And I showed him my seat. I said, Graham, listen to my song. That's the only song. You should listen to it. And I was like, play the song. And he looked, at, he listened to the song and looked at me. He goes. That's fucking shy. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know how to do it. I thought it was you know, like yeah. I left out the crack and the yeah. sarcastic. Yeah. I was like, I was waiting for him to say, ha, I'm only busy with you. He goes, that's he said, he says, Come here, David. You're a, you're a, you're a really funny fella. Trust me, you're funny. You're you have a good charisma. You're very you like you come into the studio, you bring the lights on everybody, you're you're good at making people laugh and stuff like that. Why don't you try stand up comedy or something like that? Because you're really funny. Like this is not you know fairness, like that's not great now. Yes, I don't think that's that that's good. Like you know fair yeah. and I was like and that kinda like hit me and I went home because that's the realest shit ever ever said to me. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And I went home and I was like, whoa, I don't know what to do. So I went to a place called the Hay Penny in Dublin. That's where all the comedians go and try their material and stuff like that. And I was like, I went to the guy, Tony, who ran the club. I said, Tony, 
I would like to do stand-up comedy here. And he goes, have you ever done stand-up comedy? I said, no, um, well, I, I, I think I'm really funny. I've done a few things. And he goes, right, I'm going to give you a try. Next week, come in on a Friday at 8, and you're gonna, we're going to give you seven minutes. Bring three of your friends, stuff like that. Bro, I told the whole African people in the church, I said, yo, bro, I'm doing a gig. You guys pull, <laughs> you up, pull up, bro. Come watch me. Come watch me, man. Yeah. I went home. I remember typing Dave Chappelle. And I watched Dave Chappelle for hours. I studied him, studied, watched him, watched like watched the whole of Dave Chappelle. I went to the I went to the Haypenny and I did all Dave Chappelle jokes. Like literally, there was nothing was real <laughs> from me. It was all Dave Chappelle. Because <laughs> in my mind, I'm like they're white. They don't even know who Dave Chappelle is. Like come on, man. I don't think they know who Dave Chappelle is. You know, like it's just like a musician. It's like a cover. It's like a cover song. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was just a cover comedy song. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I did all Dave Chappelle song and Dave Chappelle comedy stand up show and um. And uh, it was everyone was laughing their head off, like, oh my god, this guy is so funny. And even the professional comedians didn't get as much laugh as I did. Yeah. Because that was like that's pure, like, you know, pure comedy. But I kinda like I have the I have the attitude, the charisma to portray such a such a comedy like that. Yeah. And Tony came over to me, he goes, Oh, that was funny, but that's not your material now. That's Dave Chappelle. I was like, fuck. <laughs> he knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. And um, word of mouth went around as well. You know, they said, oh, do you, do you have you heard the new comic in town? That guy, he copies Dave Chappelle's joke. And I was like, oh. oh no. I started my career already getting like hate already. I was like, no way. This is not right. This is not right. And it, was, it just went around and no one wanted to book me then because they said I was copying a lot of materials. And so I was like, shit. All right, I have to start coming up with my own material. Yeah. And I couldn't do Like, you know, everywhere I tried to, because if you want to do stand-up comedy, you have to like, you know, um, get spots to do stand-up comedy, yeah. you know, that kind of way. And I was like, damn. That means I don't know how to do this comedy stand-up thing now. So I said, you know what? Facebook opened. As then I went on Facebook. I, I remember my first ever video I ever did was mm. on Facebook. It was a video of me ranting. Because I went to a nightclub in Dices, right? Oh, yeah. So I, it's, a, it's, it's, it's the most cheapest nightclub you can go to. All drinks, two euro. Yeah. You can get drunk for tenner. It's actually amazing, bro. <laughs> so I went, I, it's me coming home drunk. And I, I and that's, this is a true story, right? Came home around three or four at nighttime. I was really drunk and I was really unhappy. And I went on my phone. I, I, I just put a video on the window and I was like, I started talking about my experience in Dices. And yeah. I went viral. Yeah. Literally mm -hmm. went viral. I was like, I woke up next day again, messaging so my friend was like bro that was funny i was like what's going on I went to my facebook and literally it went like viral because yeah. facebook was popping facebook was a TikTok back then it was yeah it was, it was yeah. popping popping and i was like whoa this is cool man it was i knowing my name i was like i like this one started doing videos on facebook i came up with um with a character back then it was called anto demo and anto demo was a character that talks about you know drugs and you know that kind of way that's, uh -huh. that's all i know yeah. that's all like that's how i can relate to people in my own way that's you know so i'm i, I was doing that and stuff like that going trouble again because it's like oh you know you're talking about drug addict people it's not right you know that yeah. kind of way i had to cut that off again i was like all right cool then i went in again i i, I switched my style up again i i started doing videos Talking, talking about Irish mom versus African mom, mm -hmm. and that was that went good as well because everyone loved it and stuff like that. Then black people came in and was like, I can't believe you're putting black people down by talking about all this. Like why you put, why will you put your race down by slagging black people? And I was yeah. like, God damn, what can I even do anymore, man? Yeah. There's nothing you can do that you you you're always gonna offend someone and stuff like that. So I kind of like you know kind of took a break from it because it was everywhere I go. It was kind of like it, it wasn't as like social media was affecting my 
my mental health as well yeah. in every way like you know even though i was famous i was doing funny things so i would do something that would get back to me in some way and i don't know what to do anymore yeah. and then i took a break and i just i then i started doing comedy again doing stand-up comedy different places i started doing weddings and stuff like that i had a job i work in a perfume shop i remember that and um and uh, after after doing that i now got a job in concentrics where i worked in uh, i worked for a call center yeah yeah, yeah no call center and stuff like that and it was pretty fun it was actually amazing i wasn't really happy with the job to be honest because, because people just call in and just complain about yeah. the broadband not working and you just go home with a bad mood and stuff like yeah. that so i wasn't really happy then lockdown happened and everything was just kind of like what i was in my head I'm like, I'm getting older now. I was like, well, what will I even do with my life right now? Because I don't even know. I don't even know, man. I don't know what to do, right? Because, like, literally, then TikTok came on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Game like, changer. Oh, yeah. Say, oh, yeah. Go on TikTok. It's such a new thing. I'm like, I'm not going on that fucking show. Yeah. That's for kids, man. That's where, <laughs> that's, that's where all the kids go on and do it. I'm not, I'm not going on TikTok. Then, you know, man, after a while, I was like, you know what? Let me just go on this TikTok thing. So I went on TikTok and I was... <laughs> Signing up on TikTok and I was like, select a username, obviously Fabu D. Fabu D is taken. What? <laughs> Fabu underscore D taken. Wait, wait. Who the fuck is Fabu D? There's only one Fabu D, bro. There can't be, there can't be more Fabu D out there, bro. And um, I, I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't get because TikTok can't message anybody there. I was like, what name will I call myself on TikTok? And I was like, I, I don't know what just came to my head randomly that day, right? And I said, okay, how about black paddy now my friend paul was like oh, i don't think that's a good idea now because that can be controversial and yeah. racist and i was like bro fuck what anybody thinks bro this is actually stressing my life i don't give a fuck black paddy is what i'm going to call myself on tiktok and i call myself black paddy and i was like you know what i'm going to travel around each town and have the crack this is the idea i don't know the idea just came into my head because how it came into my head was i was i was at home and i was listening to the radio and um, in Paul's car, we're chilling, you know, stoned to fuck. We listen to <laughs> like because it's fuck all to do in the lockdown, bro. Yeah. So and I was in his car, and we were just listening to this ad saying, um, "If you're bored, if you if you wanna doing this lockdown, if you have nothing to do, there's you can go into this thing called staycation." I'm like, "What the fuck is a staycation? I don't know what a staycation is." I Google staycation. A staycation means travel around island or oh, where yeah. you live and kind of seeing yeah. what it's about. I was like, "Shit, that can be an idea." How about traveling around and doing what you like? And I was like, yeah. And I, that idea came to my head, boom. I was like, I want to do that. And Paul was like, yeah, that's a great idea. That's a very good idea. And I said, okay, I'm going to start doing the idea. Next mm-hmm. day, another law came in. You can't travel more than five kilometers. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> After saying we can travel around the country, yeah. now we can travel over five kilometers. That's bullshit. I'm going to do it. And I remember getting to my car and I drove my car. I lived in Monastrav and I said, you know what? I'm going to go to Nace. Nace is just up the road. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Nace and do like a video in Nace. And I was on my way to Nace. The guy that stopped me and he goes, <laughs> where are you going? I said, I'm going to Nace. He goes, for what? Make people happy because we're living in a very <laughs> sad time. <laughs> no, we're living in a sad time. There's nothing to do. I'm, I'm here depressed on my life. Let me go make people happy. I know what he said to me. Go ahead. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. And since that day, I never looked back. I started doing black party and Black Paddy took off. So that's how everything just started. That's nice. And that's that's where I'm here right now, man. Just doing what I love to do. Yeah. Do you think yeah. if he had told you to go back, this might not have happened? Man, it will happen because trust me, I don't take no for an answer. I would have, I would have gone to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> I would have gone to the back road to kill them, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I mean? So I mean, it's one way or the other. I have to do it, man. It was mm. it was something. I I just feel like I'm that kind of a person that wherever I see myself, I have to first of all find a way to adapt and try mm -hmm. to find something I can do to keep going in my own life because I can't I can't stay stagnant. I remember we, they were paying they were paying me three hundred euro pup from the government. Yeah. They were paying us three hundred euro, but still that money was giving me anxiety. I was like. I can't just sit down there and you're giving me money, bro. Mm, like, why? Like, do, do I have to pay that back? Or yeah, I, I yeah. don't know what it is, bro. I have to do something. You know, and I don't mm. want to work again as well. And mm. I saw a possibility of something that can happen. So, like, it's, it's, I saw that this will work regardless yeah. of what it is. Because you're spreading positivity, you're spreading love, you're spreading joy, the attention is pure, and you're actually literally putting yourself out there why will it not work mm -hmm. if it if it worked for me just going on my phone just talking about my experience and i'm going to different town talking about my experience that would definitely work so mm -hmm. i was like oh, why not i do it the, when it, whenever you talk about obviously there's there's david and then there's the black paddy like is that that obviously it's a character that you've obviously brought up and that's who you are that's it but is there a difference between you know behind sort of closed doors david and the black paddy or are you just like because even whenever you came over in there you're just a hundred percent energy is yeah. that something that it's just you've always been like this or so i'm naturally hyper i have like adhd bro i'm i'm always on the go but sometimes i'm human you know sometimes mm -hmm. I, yeah. I i'm reserved i like to i like to think i like to work i like to edit i like to watch tv i like to you know meditate i like to pray i like to you know do some certain thing that personally that i would like to do because this is what i always say to people people see me and expect black party all the time like yeah. you just see me and just expect what's the story what's the crack what's the story you know or maybe i do a backflip or whatever it is <laughs> and it's not the way it is sometimes i i'm in character and mm -hmm. when i'm in character it's like you know i'm visiting town i'm having a good crack with the people i'm basically when the camera is on and is looking at me it's a different human being bro it's basically a character playing mm -hmm. so if if i am if i have my phone on i'm a character there that's I'm, that's me performing that's yeah. my job i'm performing to people i'm talking about my experience i'm in work i'm trying to like you know because people people might see just me as just a guy who just like you know like to have the crack but for me i'm kind of like low-key a businessman as well like i this is my way of feeding myself my family and stuff like that mm -hmm. so i take it kind of a little bit serious as well even yeah. though i'm naturally good at what i do i treat it as business so when i am in the black party mood thing, things changes like my character changes my accent is more like more culty culty because it's a black party black party is more like What's the story? What's the crack? Yeah. How are you doing? So come here. What's the best Guinness in this place? No, I want to try this Guinness. No, you know, that's the black party acting there. You know, that kind of way. Mm -hmm. And the real me is just me having a conversation with you guys talking about my life, my experience and stuff like that. Yeah. So they, they can be two different people. But naturally, I'm just, I have a high energy every yeah. time, even in bed. I mean, really. So like in school and stuff, you know, you obviously said like people loved you and stuff in school. Like yeah. were you always like 
the the joker like yeah was trying to make i people. was yeah. i was a very bad bro like when i was in school i used to like stand on the desk and do a backflip <laughs> bro i was crazy like that like i have this kind of like sometimes like people would dare me say oh black buddy can you did he call me black buddy <laughs> <laughs> no sorry about that they call me david all right yeah. they call me david my name was my real name is david but guess what they, they call me blacker sometimes right so i used to do i used to do backflips like you know in school during lunch yeah, <laughs> as you do. It was funny, right? I used to make money from that shit. <laughs> I used to, yeah, bro. We have this long hallway, right? And I said, okay, if they give me five, I'm gonna do five backflips. That's what I used to do. No, Some people sell sweets and security sell backflips. And I go cutting and buy myself food because bro, I was hustling right from. Home. <laughs> man, I've been hustling all You're day, business, bro. <laughs> I've been a business. I use my body to make money, bro. So I, I actually remember we did. There's this thing in school called the Star Search. So uh-huh. it's like a, it's like a talent show in school. Yeah, and yeah. you know, I I did like I stand on stage. I did backflips and. and and dance and I actually came toward so I've always done backflip so this came this this name came came and they say oh the black flip Dave that's what it's called it's called <laughs> bro bro welcome to Ireland bro this is the best country <laughs> in the world bro <laughs> you can't even tell if they're racist or not in this country <laughs> <laughs> Just some good come here, come here, come here. I'm not racist, all right. I have a black and white TV at home. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like it's entertaining. Yeah. So it's I've always been I've always been that joker in school. Yeah. Even my teachers loved me a lot because yeah. I've been always funny. I've done I've got I've got to trouble before as well, being extremely too funny, being too hyper. Sometimes I get too hyper. That I can't, I I I'm not thinking of what my next thing is in my head. I just mm-hmm. do it just to get attention of people, and it gets me into trouble. Yeah, and stuff like that. So. I've always been I've always been that guy who's yeah. who's really hyper and just like to have the crack yeah. yeah 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 so you started the Black Paddy TikTok account and you started doing traveling yeah. around Ireland trying Guinness just yeah. making people happy yeah was there a point like when you started that account between when you kind of thought this is gaining traction this is doing really well was there was there stages where it kind of was you were putting in the graph to try and get it to a point where, because I know whenever we started our TikTok, it took like 20 videos for us to even get over like a thousand views. Mm-hmm. Was that the same for you or was it just instantly like people were attracted to like the energy and like the, the yeah. character? Yeah, so it was just, it was just during the lockdown where everyone is actually like, you know, you know, down and nothing's happening basically. And I remember Black Party started from my town, Monastreven. You know, I, I, I did my town. My town was the mm-hmm. first town I did. I traveled around my town, talked about the aqueduct of my town, went around the uh, I went around the big castle of my town, talked about the castle and stuff like that. And I just I did that first video and the way I wasn't expecting that reaction from my town because I like they know they know who I am in my town. I was like I was like they're probably just gonna look at the video and just gonna be like, you know, but like after the next day I woke up at one thousand like forty K views from my town i'm like if my town can like this mm-hmm. this is working already next town more the next town more 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 the other town way more 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 I was like whoa this is good because so what happened was if you the fact that when i did the first town let's say let's say 10 people watched the video from the first town yeah out of that 10 people <laughs> five people will fall in love with not just what you're saying with you yeah 
they want to follow you to see your next adventure. Where is he going next? Mm -hmm. They see this one. Oh, then the next time you go to another five who not like you, they're going to follow you. So yeah. I, I started building a following of people who just want to see where the black party will be next. Where is it going to? Where is it going to? Where is mm -hmm. it going to? So I said, oh my God, this is actually going to work. This is actually amazing. And then, um, boom, the guy that took my okay. car away from me. And that's yeah. when everything went downhill, bro. Yeah, I was like, I, I because it, it, one thing about Facebook and social media and the algorithm is when you're consistent at doing something, algorithm will favor you because mm -hmm. you are. It's like you're working, you're 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 present. Yeah. You know, you're 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 turning up every day, every yeah. day, every day, every day. They'll reward you for that. Mm -hmm. You know, your algorithm will know when you're slacking and when you're when you're when you're not doing the same thing. Yeah, and when you're not doing the same thing, it's like they will take that gift from you and favor somebody else mm -hmm. that's how the algorithm generally works so there's three of us there's four of us right now we are doing different things right now okay in the same community right let's say for example me i'm just consistent at what i do i'm doing my woodwork all the time creating different woods different kind of design every day i do different design you're doing let's say you're doing cloth design let's say you know how to sing let's say you're you're very good at talking and let's say i am doing my every day he's doing this maybe two times a week he's doing once a week he's barely appearing algorithm will favor me mm. but the day i stop doing what i'm doing it will take my audience and give it to him because he's he's consistent that he's doing he's, he's not he's not like he's not quitting anytime soon yeah i took a break for over nearly a year yeah oh nice. sweet break bro because, <laughs> because i was i used to drive a bmw man wherever i go to him <laughs> oh black man needs work bmw i used to drive a lovely car and uh, <clears throat> I remember when I used to drive my car through my town. There's a bus stop at. When, there's a bus stop coming out of my estate, and when I drive out of my estate, I used to play a lovely song. And when I get to that bus stop, I increase the song just to show off, <laughs> to just to show to them, like you know, it's the black party pulling out, going to this adventure, you know, every dun, 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 dun. and that's that was me, you know, that kind of. I used to drive around, and people knew me with that car. That was, and if if people see the BMW, they see the black party, and it got to a stage. I had the black party written at the back of that BMW, just so <laughs> you know, just kind of like fine units and stuff like that you know that kind of way yeah. and when the guy that took that car did you have a wee horn or anything no <laughs> if i could do that I would, I would, <laughs> if i could do that i would have put a horn yeah. bro i would have actually loved to put a horn but i couldn't do that but um the guy that took the car away from me and when that car was gone it was like my pride and joy gone bro and yeah. do you know what it is to actually one day take your pride away that same bus stop you're showing off to now you're the one standing in the front of the bus stop waiting for the bus to now. Yeah. You're not, it's like it's like I'm joining a new religion. Like, hi guys, my name is the Black Party, and I'm gonna join you guys now. I'm waiting for the bus now. So yeah, it was it was like it took me seven months to prepare for that. Mm -hmm. Like I, used to, I have to tell Paul, Paul, um, if you're going out, do you want to give me a lift to Super Valley or something like that? Until one day Paul got a job and he's really busy, and so he couldn't actually give me a job, and I have to, I have to get, I have to get off my feet and do it. Mm -hmm. So. After seven months of not doing any videos and stuff like that, I, I decided, you know what, I'm going to do it. I got the boss. I went to the next place. And it's so, it was, normally when I drive and do videos in different towns, I would drive to a place and do a video there. Yeah. And when it's, when I'm done, I would get into my car, go to the next destination. And like, for example, if I'm in Belfast, I would drive to Belfast, Victoria Square, mm -hmm. do my experience in Victoria Square, get in my car, maybe go to my, the, uh, the markets and do a video yeah. there and drive to let's say um, Lo uh, 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 Davis and do a video in Davis yeah. and that's me I'm going home so now that I had no car right I have to get the bus to this place 
And when I get off the bus, and I remember I had a, I had a green suit on. Uh-huh. So it was oh, cool because yeah. when I have my green suit on, I can be in my car, I can do a video, be cool, and get in my car and go back and do another place or that. So I had my. I remember the first I had my green suit on. I got I got off the bus. I had my phone. I got to the town. What the, what town was this again? I actually I actually did. It was actually because I couldn't come to the north. I went to the because north was really pretty far. I went to uh, it was in the south. It was in a place called Sligo. So oh, I, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I I came out to the, I came out with my suit. I got I got on the bus in Sligo, and I did my experience at the bus station in Sligo. Talked to the guys in the bus station and stuff like that. And I was I I, I put the phone in my pocket and I was walking with my suit. It was a long it was a long show. Yeah. And on my way walking, people saw me. Like, oh my god, Black, what are you doing? I was I did a video with them, and right at the bus stop, it took me hours to leave that place to get to the next destination because a lot of people came up to me were talking to me and i was just videoing them having a lot of content then i had the boys on the bike pulling the wheelie coming towards me i was like <laughs> i know we have had a car i could easily escape that situation yeah, yeah. Internet, but the guys with the wheelie you, know, you can see them from far with joint in their mouth yeah, <laughs> yeah, the black party man. <laughs> and they, they came down and i had to like you know i had to like have a crack with them and stuff like that it took me a long time i was exhausted yeah. on the bus with my jacket and it's so funny because i had a big limelight everyone's all around me i was like whoa they're like they're taking pictures of me and i was getting on the bus and the bus driver was like oh black buddy how you doing i go on the bus i was like how you doing i sat on the bus with my jacket and my tie and i was just there and i was driving back home and i was like damn this is gonna be a long day so i go back home i was like what can i do how can i so i'm done with because i spent seven months depressed about this situation mm-hmm. now my my life right now is all about solutions yeah. so i was like what can i do now to make things better going on from here what how mm-hmm. can i make this better and i say you know what i'm gonna get a scooter i'm gonna make yeah. this cool i'm gonna play with this game now let's have fun so i was like you know what i got my i got my my black white jacket i got my bag i got a scooter online really nice scooter you can go really fast just in case anybody's coming after me like <laughs> <laughs> i'm gone baby <laughs> so i got a scooter and so I started with the scooter and I was it was fun. So yeah, I kind of like managed life without the car mm. and stuff like that. And just just because of that solution that I had, I said to myself, without the car, I can still do it. And the funny thing that happened with that was when I had a car, I wasn't as successful as now that I don't even have a car. Yeah. So the fact now that I don't have a car, I get more known by people yeah and it taught me a lot of lesson in life as well man because see i just believe the guy that taking the car away from me as well was kind of a blessing as well in mm. disguise who knows probably somehow because at the time when i was driving i was drinking too sometimes you know that kind of way mm. maybe something must have, would have happened along the way mm-hmm. you know driving no insurance you might probably if maybe if, if you had maybe loki hit someone that yeah. deep that's big bro mm-hmm. you know or you know so now that the fact that i don't have a car and i'm actually like walking everywhere i go to i talk to people a lot more now you know yeah. like before i would have like when i had a car when i had a car remember my like talking to people as much but i have this little bit of social anxiety like you know because i can actually run into my car my own privacy but now it's gone because now i'm like i'm raw now i can yeah. speak to anybody right now i can talk to anybody right now and i can have a chat if you're feeling down in the bus or i'm in the bus sitting down beside you and let's say you you have a problem people come up to me and talk to me about their problem when i'm in the bus and i'm i just have to listen mm-hmm. and hear what they have to say and i'm like you know what i give them the best advice i could give mm-hmm. you know that kind of way and it, it makes me feel better because i'm like wow i just spoke 
positive word to this yeah. person and they feel good about themselves yeah. and when i'm done you see them they email me when i get home just long message bro your word changed my life i have loads of images like that every day i speak to people and they email me after and say wow you changed me and i love the way you spoke to me and i always feel good about that situation yeah. you know so my life just kind of like went boom high after just me not having a car now just living life the way it is mm, you know that yeah. kind of way so yeah that's us yeah yeah one thing that comes across in your videos is that you just have a genuine love for ireland and yeah. the people yeah. and i would say the fact that like you're taking you know you're taking the bus it makes you like and even walking places like that sort of you're you're experiencing it everything more if that makes sense yeah um, yeah like because i to be honest with you like sometimes right i i was in i was in portugal recently i went to watch the football my first time ever to watch irish away football match more mm -hmm. that was intense bro yeah. yeah that was very very intense because man i've never in my life i've been around Ireland, but i've never in my life been to where there's a lot of irish supporters yeah bro yeah. i thought it was crazy they were crazier yeah bro when they saw me things erupted black party there's <laughs> only one party <laughs> uh, it was it was so fun and interesting so but anyway it was fun and then i tried to do what i do in ireland in portugal in portugal but it was kind of different it was just like it was it was different it wasn't like mm, the way i thought it would be so like i came back home i said to myself wow there's there's something about ireland that actually that is so fun and accepting that if anyone from anywhere in the world come and visit this place, mm. we'll find the best crack in the world. You can never get an amazing crack like you would get in Ireland. Yeah. Like, bro, like I've traveled to Derry, Belfast, Newry, Dublin, different places, and the reaction I get of people, people might think, oh, is he famous? If you look at it deeply, it's not just because I'm famous. It's just the way Irish people are. Yeah, yeah. Irish people are very, very high pitch. Or happy. Even even when Irish people see each other, what's the story? What's the crack? Are you doing? They're very happy to see mm -hmm. people and they talk to themselves. Yeah. And just to put more like sauce to it, it's Black Party having a crack with the people, and I'm yeah. showcasing this experience to the world. You know that kind of way. So like, I just feel like. No, I won't get the, what the recession I get here. I don't think I will get it anywhere else in the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just in Ireland, bro. Ireland has yeah. this great welcoming reception to yeah. people, and like, oh, how you doing? What's the story? They they will tell you about themselves. You know, they will actually want to buy you a drink, bro. They want to like, bro. I've been I've been to pubs and I've been offered drinks. I'm like, wow. Only if this can happen back in Africa, man. Africa, yeah. no, no, black guy won't buy you a drink. They were like, man, they were like, yeah, you buy your own goddamn drink. But this people actually want to buy you a drink, which is actually amazing. So I'm like, that is one of the best experiences I've ever had. And the thing is that, like I, like, like you said, I, I was born in Africa, but I was raised up in Ireland. And the love I had doing what I do is the most amazing thing like i've been showed so much love by irish people like in my life right when i when i started doing this touring that i do mm -hmm. i was afraid i was worried because right? i was like we they not like me yeah the name is it controversial as it is if i go to the north will they get pissed off the fact i'm wearing a shamrock jacket on will they get mad with can i go to the protestant side can i go mm -hmm. to the uh, catholic side what would it be like the fear I had, you know, that kind of way. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I just had I had to push through that fear and just go for it and see and learn for myself because the Black Party is all about bringing people together, black, white, wherever you are, just yeah. bringing people together. And when I came here and 
see and i just felt the reception i had from the people regardless of protestants or catholic i was like fuck yeah i love this place man this is actually the yeah. best. like it was just the most amazing feeling i've ever had in my life yeah you know kind of way so that's actually what gave me the love for ireland in general man yeah. and i just feel like you know what i'm doing here I don't. I feel like I can't do it anywhere else. Maybe Scotland, because Scotland, I have yeah. a lot of Scottish yeah. people. That's man. They text me. They say, "Oh, you have to come to Scotland." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "All right, well, one day, one day, I'm gonna do my tour in Scotland soon. Maybe and see how it feels, yeah. you know." So I don't know. So yeah, it's just a great reception I've got gotten from Ireland. It's actually really yeah. amazing, man. Yeah. yeah. Where's Where's been your favorite place in Ireland? Oh, Derry, bro. No, <laughs> no bro. Derry is ah, oh, there is upbeat, bro. When I when I whenever I visit Derry, I feel like Michael Jackson down there, bro. It's just, <laughs> bro. It's the <laughs> it's a love, bro. I don't know. Like whenever I walk to Derry, people just come over to me like, oh hi, come on, black party. Like, there's no like. I've never been to any county in Ireland that gives me like free like accommodation. Like when I went to Derry, right? I went to stay in a place called Derry City Hotel. I went to do this um, uh, legendary car show. The guy booked me in the Derry City Hotel, yeah. one of the best hotel in Derry. You know yourself. And uh, I stayed there. And the guy that owned the hotel came out to me when I was going out to the show. He goes, "Oh, Black Paddy, are you staying in this?" I said, like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you can stay here. You can stay here. You can stay extra day as long as you want." Yes. I was like, "Did you just say to me you can stay as long as I want?" <laughs> <laughs> you say <this. laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, bro. I stayed yeah. there for two days, bro. Yeah. Two days, just chill. And yeah. they gave me the presidential suit, ah. presidential suit, bro. Oh and it's just, I don't know. Derry just have that vibe, like, and I don't know, like, the first time I've ever been to anywhere in in Derry. Like, I don't like for me. I don't know places as much. I the first time I ever went to Derry, I went to a place called Gilea in Derry, right? Yeah. And it was it was just a, it was a friend of mine that said, oh yeah, go visit Gilea. It's a nice spot. I think he was trying to set me up to see, maybe show me that. Oh whoa, the lady, he wants to he wants to see something dangerous that happened yeah. to me, <laughs> bro. It was the best crack of my life, bro. Like I went to Gilea, right? And I seen a big sign on the wall, I R A. In my head, I'm like, damn. <laughs> I'm in the wrong place, bro. And out of nowhere, all I heard was a little kid was like, Oi, oi. I was like, whoa. And they were all, when he said that, I don't know how, when he just made, made that kind of like a sound, oi, oi. There was few kids coming out of nowhere. I was like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? And I had the camera on my hand like this, bro. No, I can't, if, I can't, if I find this video, it's so fun, right? And they're coming out of nowhere, bro. And I was like, what's the story, guys? What's so special about Gilia? Because, man, this is me nervous, bro. <laughs> I, like, I just to make sure this is me in video. I was like, so, uh, guys, what's what's so special about Gilia? We're live here. So, <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> sitting and watching. Just let him know. And your man goes, up the road. Because, bro, I'm just chatting. I don't know. In a way, I genuinely had... I don't know the history or story behind all this kind yeah. of words and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, man, up the ride, bro. And they were like, yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and um, they were all happy and stuff like that. And I went home, put a video together, put it up. Boom. Everyone's happy. Love, they, were show, they were showing me love and everything. And I was like, wow, what an experience. What a great experience I've had in that place, bro. And I went there, I went there like one month later, I did a tour on Derry, I learned the act, the, the lingo and the stuff like that, and that went crazy as well. I was like, man, I've never loved a place like that mm. place. There is actually there is one of my best places in 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 Ireland, yeah. then Belfast. You know, I'm not saying because there's three of you in front of me, but Belfast is actually my second love yeah. place in 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 yeah. Ireland. Even more than Dublin. Dublin, Dublin, Dublin is number seven. <laughs> yeah, Dublin seven. Oh, there's more. There's more, bro. There's more. I've been to like it's yeah. crazy. There's, there's a place called uh, there's a place called uh, uh, Leganani. 
I've never heard of it. Well, bro, you see, I've traveled to more yeah. places than you. You probably have, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. bro, man. Yeah. There's this place called Muff. Oh, oh yeah. it's, in, it's near there, isn't it? There's places yeah. that I'm like, whoa, this place is cool, bro. So, yeah, I've been yeah. to some sweet spots, bro. Yeah. Dublin is great. Dublin is lovely. I love Dublin because I, I, I was raised in Dublin. Mm-hmm. I was raised in Dublin, and um, and few things have happened to me in Dublin. I've I've got hopped on in Dublin, you know that yeah. kind of way. Yeah, yeah, bro. I've got egg thrown at me in Dublin. Yeah, Man, yeah, yeah. So, but Dublin is fun, it's amazing, but you just it's a different world that's on its own. You know that kind of way. Yeah, it's so, extreme. Yeah, oh, Dublin Comparison is extreme, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So the Derry, Belfast, Morph. Different places, yeah. Is Muff your third favorite place? Oh, oh man, I love Muff. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like. <laughs> they do a diving competition every year. Sorry, they do a diving competition every year. No, Muff. I heard about it's called that. The Muff diving. I do know what I heard about Muff diving. I wish I went for the diving competition because I would, I would win that competition, bro. <laughs> so, no other. I have to, I have to ask: Have you been to Katie? Katie, in you're in Graymore. Graymore, no, Katie. Yeah. Katie's beside Greymore. I think so I have been to Katie. What, what is it like? It's beside Greymore. It's just a wee town. You probably go through the town to come Katie, to Greymore. Is there was is there any pub in Katie that you know? Maybe just if I know the corner I, bar. The corner <laughs> bar. No, I I need to visit Katie. I have to send you. There, you know yeah. what? That's, I haven't been to Katie. Yeah. But I, the reason why I I I heard that name was because when I was in Greymore, I was in a pub in Greymore. The Rock. Is is it called the Rock? I think it's called it's the Rock. On it, the hill. Yeah, no, it has oh, no. a lot of it has a, a, a lovely mirror in the, in the pub. Lovely. I think it was Shields. Shields. Yeah, Shields. Yeah, Shields. Yeah, 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 Shields. Yeah. And the guy was talking to me about Katie. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. owner. Yeah. yeah, very lovely pub as well. Lovely yeah. food down there. Great Guinness. If you ever in Grandmore, you should try Shields, bro. Mm. Amazing food. I still can't forget that salmon I ate. It's really amazing salmon. Really cool. Yeah, it's pretty lovely spot too. Yeah, Katie. So I have to actually visit yeah. Katie. Why do you ask that though? No, they're, <laughs> That's t- they're from, from Katie. Is that, oh, is that where you're from? Yeah. Oh, okay, I have to visit Katie. Then, I'm right? I'm from Balamina. Balamina. Whoa, I love Balamina. <laughs> <laughs> I love Balamina. Oh have you been to Balamina? <laughs> oh, you know what? It's, it's it's one experience actually I won't forget about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Because I remember when I walk into Balimena. Balimena is actually, you know what? Balimena has to be my, maybe my number five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being honest with Let's no. go. <laughs> what? And the reason is because the, when I walked into Balimena, everybody from the shop came outside of their shop. Just to like, hey, the butchers, <laughs> no the butchers, they came outside. Oh, come in, come in. Bal-. And there was a girl from, there was a girl that was getting her hair done in the hairdressers. When she heard the black that was in, she literally came up with, she left, her hair had the foil seal on her hair. She was like, she came outside and she was like, hey, black that I was like, man, Balimena is actually, and the women there are fucking beautiful, man. Oh, <laughs> that girl, Yasmina, oh my yeah. God, she was, no, Balimena is actually unreal. Yeah, yeah. number five, man. Very I love Balimena, yeah. I, five, I have to visit Balimena again. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was well, speaking, I was speaking to your counselor recently, actually. Yeah, yeah. I have to visit Balamina definitely. What, what Parts all, two. What all did you do in Balamina? Did you just did you just go to visit her? I just I, I didn't try the Guinness. That's the thing. I, mm. I didn't try the Guinness Balamina because I I it was there was too much happening. Guinness mm. was Guinness didn't even come into my 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 thinking. Yeah. It was just hype. I was like talking to the people. I had crack with the, with the different stores in Balimena and stuff like that. But I want to visit Balimena again and try the Guinness in Balimena. The black body, try the Guinness in Balimena. It has yeah. to be done. Yeah, and I'm not doing it just for the women, but I'm just doing it again just to, <laughs> just to try the Guinness. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Come on, we'll, we'll take you on a, on a Guinness tour. Oh, you should, bro. Yeah. Where's a good pub in Balimena? Um, well, there's... Where is there? There's... 
We got, well, the castle is a good one. The it's, the gol- it's like the golf course. No but way. The castle, the castle does nice. Pints. Okay, I have to visit. Okay, um, I'm going to. Where's visit. the one? Where's the one we went to? Uh, beside, uh, yeah, beside McAndrews. is good. Yeah. And then in in town you have the grouse. The grouse. Uh, yeah. And which one? Which one is the most local pub? I, I'm looking for a really traditional local pub. Oh. Probably the thatch and Brasheen's really good. Right, just that's, that's just where outside. I'm trying my yeah. that's just where I'm outside, trying my... like thatch roof. All right, okay. Because <laughs> if you notice, if you ever notice the Black Paddy videos, Black Paddy barely tries Guinness in new fancy established yeah. places. Yeah. I like traditional local places that has a yeah. bit of history to it. It's fun. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah. And that's where you meet some characters there. <laughs> all the pub owners in Balamina are going to be coming after me now. Plug me, plug me. Uh, well, at least you mentioned your name, yeah, so uh, yeah, you yeah. know, if they want the black party, they should come, should come to me and they'll tell yeah. them how much I charge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> where is uh, where is the nicest Guinness you've had? Okay, oh my god, <laughs> wow, this is so powerful. The nicest Guinness would be the Beetle in Belfast, right? Yes, <laughs> has to be common. the best. In oh. yeah, I would like to you. For some reason, I don't know what it is. I think that Guinness, because sometimes Guinness is all about. It's all about texture and you know how how thick it looks, how thick it is. And for me, I think Guinness is all about taste as well. Mm. There's a, there's a different kind of taste that you get off a good Guinness. Yeah. It's like a lighty, and when you, on your throat it feels a bit kind of like you're drinking spirit, but you're not drinking spirit. But it's like I don't know. So the Beatles have that vibe, bro. So if anyone knows a really good Guinness, the Beatles, apart from the Guinness I tried in Dublin in the main Guinness storehouse, which had the same taste as well. Yeah. The mm-hmm. Beatles. Yeah. Would yeah. Be the, yeah. It'd be the second one nice. I tried. I don't know. The Beatles would be my number one. Yeah. yeah. And is there anywhere where you haven't visited where you're like, it's on my hit list? Like it's on yes. Um, Sean's Bar. Right. That's in that loan. That's the oldest bar oldest pub in Ireland I know there's a lot of pub claims to be the oldest yeah. pub in Ireland <laughs> but Sean's Bar for real for real is the oldest bar in Ireland and, and I have to try it it has to be done yeah. so it's actually on my hit list I need to try it and I need to go to the pub that um, what's this guy um, Obama went to in it's, uh, he went, it's a pub oh, in there awfully towards towards Limerick that's another place I need to visit as well mm-hmm. so those two places on my hit list to try the Guinness yeah so yeah. those are the two spots so yeah. I will try the Guinness nice. and Balimina <laughs> yeah, Balim- no, I, I have to try Balimina have you been to Arma? oh just too many right. times man. they yeah. sit coming at the stage when I'm like, Arma is, I, I, I traveled to Arma to try the Guinness in Arma it's actually where'd very, you go in Arma? so I went to a place called Tiger Lilies where's that Tiger what? Ta- Tiger Lilies it's like a, it's like a bar is it in Arma? No, not disgrace. Arma City, is it? Or is it? Mm. Is it Arma? Is it Arma? Arma? Oh, oh, is it Oma? Oh, Oma. Oh, yeah. Oma. Oma. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Oma. Oh my God. So they sound the same. Oh my oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Oma. Oma. Yeah. Arma. Arma is. I. I've, I think I've been. I've tried the Guinness in Arma. I've been to Arma. Arma is. Arma is it? Arma has. Uh, and that's Oma. I keep going. Yeah, Arma has a big church, the cathedral. Yeah, cathedral, and, yeah. and, they, and they have a big bridge near beside the a big massive bridge towards the train station. Is that Arma as well? Yeah, there was a train station Arma. I don't know though. Um, it's where the mall is. You know the the pres- the old prison and all. Tell you, no. is Arma the place that has the bomb memorial in the town? It's like little memorial bombing thing. Uh, I think that would be Oma. I think that's Oma. Yeah. 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 
Where's Lama? Wait, something. Oh, wait, I've traveled so many places that <laughs> sometimes I don't know. Just some. Just one thing might just remind me of the town yeah. in that kind of way. Bagel I, bean. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's bagel a, bean? Bagel bean. Yeah, it's yeah. an Arma. No way. I have to try that. Oh, yeah, you have to. Mm. I I had never been in Arma at all until I I met him. No way. Met him at start of uni, and whenever I went up to his house the first time, they both were like. We'll get you a bagel bean. When no I say way. I have to try oh, that no, big transformed my life. No <laughs> way. Okay, stop. Oh, no. to, I'm gonna I try this right. Get into this bagel and honestly just ugh, I was overwhelmed. That has to be I took him list. I I took him recently. We me me and Arn were doing a bit of a, a shit up in our mat and I said have to have to take you to bagel bean. Bagel bean. And Okay. This man was very I'd really, happy. Be, really be like, can you get any shop in Amar? Or it was just, just yeah, one. It's just one shop. It's just one place. Bagel yeah. bean. Bro, that is my next video, bro. Yeah. I have to go try this. I love, yeah, I love doing know. things like that. Yeah. That's what interests me as well. Big, big bag. Yes. Ah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is nice. interesting. All right, cool. That's that's my next bagel bean. Don't, when we leave this podcast, remind me. I want to put that down on my yeah. on my Unreal. list as well. Yeah, yeah really cool. Yeah. Okay, bagel bean. All right, that's pretty nice. Yeah. I'm gonna try that. Definitely. Unreal, man. It's, it's as well as that i just wonder like obviously you go out places um you know you show off the towns you show off the things to do and like all your videos are kind of getting like good you're with people you're getting good reactions has there ever been any times where you've went to locations even in ireland and or have you had experience with people where it's been a bit like negative if that makes sense and carrick vegas of, yeah yeah carrick vegas i remember right. when i went to carrick vegas I, I this guy which i actually purposely put in the video because normally i get sometimes in a place whereby i get negative reactions of people but because of due to my good heart and good intention i just mm. i'm all about positivity and love i don't put that in the video to show people about what happened to me there or what so i just kind of edit it out and just show the good yeah. part you know yeah though sometimes i'm like you know what some things need to be shown because of we need to live in a world whereby this type of thing shouldn't be happening anymore we should come together and show love so i went to carrick fergus and um i had I remember i had my dublin jersey top on mm -hmm. and i was doing a video and this guy came over to me and goes so why do you have a dublin double jersey on I'm like, why can't I not have a Dublin jersey on? He goes, Jesus Christ, I want to be talking to you on a Dublin jersey. And while he was, he was actually coming close, and the girl that was with was like, just don't, don't listen to him, don't just don't mind him, don't mind him. He's alright. He's being proper aggressively. Was, uh, yeah, because he yeah. he just didn't like the fact that I had a Dublin jersey on, and it was yeah. really like not happening. In a way, I was like, it's 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 a jersey, and it's it, it's it's more like, never mind who. Never mind the jersey I'm wearing. Mm -hmm. It's the person wearing the jersey, and I the person wearing the jersey is, is showing love, and it's like kind of like you know, showing happiness and spreading love and positivity. And you're like, oh, you're giving out over a jersey, like Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, in a way, right? I remember I went to a bar in uh, in Limerick, and obviously, I've normally I like one one reason why I like going into bars is because I like to open. Uh, uh, like the door of a pub and just see the first reaction it's just an interesting thing in my mind mm -hmm. you know when you open up because every pub in Ireland has a different design different look and something different about that pub you know that kind of way so I like to open a pub and just see the vibe and the reaction because I've always watched movies and cowboy movies where someone walk into the pub saloon doors and everyone just go quiet and stuff like that who's this new stranger <laughs> coming into this place you know it's it's just like you know that kind of like you know so I remember going to Limerick because whenever I go to different pubs in Ireland because 
because of how well known I am, mm-hmm. if I go into any pub, the reaction is different. People just lit up. Yeah. Like, oh my god, black body! It's like they seen a big bottle of Guinness walking. Like you know what I mean? Oh my god, black body! They're just so happy, and I'm reacting with these people. And I walked into this pub, everywhere was just quiet. <laughs> bro, I have <laughs> never been so sweaty in my hands. It was like, bro, I don't think you understand it. This, the, the silence scared. Just, it just scared me. I was like, you know, I just walked in and I was trying to strike a conversation with the bartender. I was like, what's the story? Come here. I heard your Guinness is great. Come here. What's the Guinness you like? And I was like, good. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Did nobody, I, nobody knew you? Was that I don't case know. Or? I, I don't know. I just kind of put my hands on it. Yeah. And like, and, and the thing was, the thing I had, I had, I had, I had shades on. So mm-hmm. in that shade, I can see them, but they can't see me. So I was kind of like looking right on my shit to see the guy next to me if he's looking, giving me the angry face. But he was just looking at me like, and I was like, damn. So the, the guy, the the normally when 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 I'm in a pub and so the bartender hands me the Guinness, mm-hmm. I I I'm gonna make a big show like, okay guys, now I'm gonna try the Guinness now and I'm gonna see what this Guinness tastes like. It was like, yeah, hey, do, 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 kind yeah, of like, yeah. participate. So when the guy gave me the Guinness, I was like, so guys, I'm gonna try this Guinness now. And when I said that, like literally everybody just kind of like, <laughs> and I, the bartender looked at me, and, and the next thing he said to me straight away was like, "Sorry, mate, it's it's five fifty, please." I was like, "Oh yeah, 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 I'm gonna pay for it now. I'm gonna pay for it." So I just paid for it, and I told the guy that was videoing me, I was like, "Mate, let's go try this. Let's go try the Guinness outside." Yeah. And I went outside and I tried the Guinness, and it was the most shitest Guinness I've ever tried. <laughs> <laughs> But I said, this is German, this Guinness is 9 out of 10. Because <laughs> I couldn't say it. But yeah, so that's, I've, been, I've had few few things like that, you know. Mm. I've been to, I've done videos whereby I've been to places where they said, like I was, I went to, a, I went to uh, a bar in Belfast mm. and I can't remember the name of the bar. It's in town beside a big church called something Maggie or Mary something Maggie. It's, it's a very, very, very traditional bar. Very, very, very traditional bar, right? And as soon as I walked in, the guy that owned the bar came straight to me. Goes, sorry, can you please leave? I'm not joking. He goes, mm. can you leave? I was like, why? He goes, no, 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 no. I said, I'm the black man. I know who you are. We know who you are, but just leave, please. Thank you. And I was like, what's going on? I kind of like, I was like, I kind of took it personal. I was yeah. like, why? Does no want me to record there? But apparently, some pop just don't like cameras in when yeah. it's traditional music playing they just don't like anyone coming uh, in v- filming it they just don't like it at all yeah and i went to another place in hollywood and uh, i went to, to the bar as well the same thing happened as yeah. soon as i walked in the guy was like sorry no we don't want any filming here you can leave so i have i've had few things like that you know mm-hmm. during my filming or sometimes when i film a certain thing or something like that and there's a very amazing great video this video is like literally hitting half a million view yeah. and this one girl saying sorry can you please put that video down because i don't like my face in it yeah. I'm like, no, it's okay. No, sorry. I don't want my face in it. Can you please put that video down? If I'm going to take this one, I'm like, God damn. And I have to take the whole video <laughs> yeah. down. So I've had this kind of things like that. So yeah, I've, it's all about experience, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of way. So it's part yeah, of it. Yeah, you know, so I have to make yeah. sure if I'm videoing somewhere now and they like, we have the banter. I'm like, are you sure it's going to go up? Like, yeah. Going up? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's, I've had a few things like that. Yeah. yeah. And obviously that's like you in person, but then there's also like, just kind of want to touch on it like the the online side of things like do you find like the reception you get for people online 99% of the time is positive or do you get 
you know do you yourself kind of come to, into contact with sort of negativity online and how, how do you kind of deal with that side of things yourself so basically i remember the first time um when i when i got my first negative comment and which was great because when i put up videos I, I i look through the comments and i'm looking at okay you're very funny oh my god i like the way you spread love and positivity fair play to what you're doing i like what you're doing yeah right you're taking a piece out of ireland you you're black bastard whatever it is and i'm like whoa that is deep i clicked into the, i just click on the profile to see who's saying it just to see his face and see what's going on and it's just a guy just a guy just there with a kind of boomer and i'm like okay right doesn't matter and i click on that comment that he said right what that comment is maybe gets like um gets like five likes mm-hmm. i click on the people that like the comment i need to be someone that maybe i know i'm like snake yeah I'm like what the hell you you like you won't say this to my face but you're backing this guy up and it kind of like hurt me when i see those type of comments on my post and i'm like you know sometimes i delete it or i block it then it get worse sometimes i i wake up in the morning go through my messages and stuff like that people message me saying oh black patty do you want to come visit this bar it's a very good bar or black patty we're doing a charity match you want to come join us or whatever it is and i get messages like you black bastard go back to your country you're just taking a piece out of ireland you're fake you're not real or stuff like that. i'm like whoa whoa where's all this coming from and it's so i was i was actually kind of like you know it kind of got to me because obviously i'm human man mm-hmm. you read this first thing in the morning these are words you're reading your, yeah. your eyes are looking at you're reading every word you might say okay, you know what i'm not gonna care about that but once you put your phone down it will play in your back of your mind you're fake you're not real i don't like you and you feel like okay, this guy that said it this is how everybody feels and you'll be like thinking okay um, you know you'd be worried and stuff like that then i started kind of like getting worried about it because i was like this is actually not right mm-hmm. then the next thing i have to do i have to speak to somebody about it because i can't just share this thought by myself i need to let someone know someone around me and say okay listen yeah. this is what i'm getting yeah and this is how i feel and the person be like okay no i don't i think this is just jealousy yeah. it's just people who are just don't know they just do i don't know they don't understand you blah blah and it gives me that kind of like you know that kind of like okay mindset to get over this kind of situation so yeah i get some negative comments you know from people time to time like today i got one as well today um of, of a guy uh this this just this came from uh from a random video that happened i i had an interview with a guy mm-hmm. on uh on 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 tv on rte it's, it's a famous guy called hector and he was yeah. asking me about ireland and the minorities and how do i feel about ireland and i was telling them how much i appreciate ireland how much they've welcomed me and stuff like that and i was explaining to him how multicultural ireland is getting and stuff like that and i made yeah. a little just joke and stuff like that about you know irish people and white people and stuff like that and it kind of took this little segment of the of the video and put it on twitter and they said this is black party that you use called a legend promoting genocide the racist bastard and i was like wait i don't know what genocide meant i had to go on yeah. google to type in what genocide and i was like whoa 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 this is actually deep and i started getting threats of random people saying if i see you my turn i'm gonna split your head wide open you want to watch out you want to watch your back now and yeah. i was like and to be honest with you that was a bit scary like you know people threatening yeah. you and stuff like mm-hmm. that and i was like what's going on but for me the only way i can actually like you know i can actually understand this is because I know who I am. I'm a guy of a good intention. I I'm, I promote love. I know what it is to be racist upon. I know what it is to you know to 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 be to be hated upon. So mm-hmm. why would I want to jeopardize what I know that is doing good for my life to actually you know? So I I think when people talk like this about me, I feel like they personally 
don't know who I am. Yeah. And they're just trying to say something to put me down. Because I think nowadays people just feed on negativity. Negativity oh, yeah. now is a new cool. Yeah. You know, everybody wants to be cool now. They want to be they want to say something about something. For example, let's say your podcast now, you can just go to someone and say, Oh, you, do you know about this guy's podcast? Oh, I think I show you. Mm. Like what do they talk about? I don't know, but like, see, why do you have to say that? Yeah, you know that kind of way. Yeah. So people just want to jump, just want to say something negative about something, and that's like because everybody likes the negative stuff. I don't know what it is. Nobody want to celebrate solution. No. Nobody want to celebrate like you know, um, uh, or, or, or a struggle of how that person get there. You know that kind of way. So when I see things like that, I just feel in my head, okay, you know what? You're doing something good in life because. They're talking about you at the end of the day, yeah, you know. Exactly. And if someone's talking about you, it means you're doing something good in life. So that's what I feel in, in personally. Yeah. And if anyone, if anyone actually is listening to this, this is actually real stuff. Because if you if you want to get involved in life, especially in social media, you want to do something that the world wants to see. You want to do something that will leave a mark in this world. You want to get ready for something like this because this is how it has to be you can you can't you can't get away from not not you can't please everybody no, okay yeah. not everybody will love you no. for what you are or what you do because yeah. along the line doing what you love you will piss people off mm. it's natural because you are actually tapping into a certain type of vibration that is more than you because at the end of the day you know i don't want to be better than you but i want to be better than who i am today and being better than who I am today might be who you are yesterday. So I'm better than that person. So when you see me and you see me better, you will, a little bit of bitterness will come in. And that's natural, it's human. Man, sometimes I will go on, I go on Instagram and I see people do well and low-key, I'm like, oh, why don't I even have that? But when I catch myself acting that way, I fine-tune myself. I say, you know what? I'm happy for you because mm. if you can do it, I can do it too. You know what I mean? There's food for everybody out there, you know, that kind of way. So obviously not everybody can think that way. It takes a great mindset to think that way. Some people are just kind of like saying things and not happy about it. Mm -hmm. I want to complain about it. I want to say something negative about it. Racism is there. Sexism is there. Kind of like religious kind of like wars are there. So there's different topics out there that people want to jump on. But when we think of love and come in a place of love, I'm blind to all those things. Man. I don't see race. I don't see religion. I don't see anything. I'm spiritual. I just kind of like spread love and, you know, bring love to the world. So if people like that coming up to me, calling me fake and have a fake accent, well, if you see that part of me, I'm sorry, man. That's not really me. You need to come and know me personally and you find out that I'm not really fake. I'm who I am and, mm -hmm. this, and this is what you get. I'm sorry. You know, that kind yeah. of way. So that's what it is to be honest. Just, I, get, I get those kind of things here online yeah. and, and, and social media and sometimes, you know, real life because i do like i do i do hype i hype people in nightclub as well yeah. you know i do i do <laughs> i know i do i hype i do hype man in clubs and stuff like that i've i, I remember i was in a i was in a i was in Cardonia recently last two weeks ago and i got booked to do a gig in a nightclub and i was there hyping with the dj i was like everyone put your hands in the air out of nowhere i got a i got a ball to thrown out of my face <laughs> jesus <laughs> i'm not joking bro but I, I was too drunk to realize there was blood on my face i was i just i was like oh my god it was, yeah, it was it was it was great man it's not the night was over and the, the when the guy saw that they were like oh my god they had to check the camera and look for the guy and kick him out and everything and they, actually when they're kicking the guy out the guy didn't even know it was like it was all drunk i was like it was funny but see it's just it's not just this is what comes when you're trying to do something great with your life mm -hmm. because when i if i decide to stop and worry about these people 
that's my energy wasted mm-hmm. and that's me focusing on that part of my life you know that kind of way so yep. for me to for me for me to focus my energy on that i rather focus my energy on the people that love me and i just just be just to be aware that there's people like that out there and be careful but focus on people that actually genuinely love me i mm. want to see me do well and do good so that's how i live my life man yeah yeah what what are some of like the 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 best things that social media has kind of brought you in terms of like because i've seen you did the kingpin of the boxing event and bro, stuff like what what's bro, what's some of the opportunities crazy, yeah. man. It's, social media has got me a lot of opportunity man it has it has taken me from places i've never think i will be like literally man like because of social media i've traveled to countries like amsterdam and like you know like i've been invited to cool places i was literally sitting down in Derry, in uh where all the uh mayor and counselor they stay all of them were like all sitting down having a meeting and there i was sitting down with them and they were like really happy because they see me on social media and the king pink boxing bro this is what i mean about life and what i mean by if you focus on love and focus on what you love to do and keep that energy going where you will find yourself will be the greatest thing in the world like imagine someone like me who has never ever in my life done boxing i've never boxed in my life i don't know what even boxing feels like you know that kind of way to be in a professional boxing ring with mm. thousands of people in an arena screaming your name and you're literally boxed i don't know why i did that because i could have been killed bro <laughs> but you know what bro it's all opportunity man yeah. you know that kind of way man you know what after that boxing match you know fairness now i have to say fair play to all the boxers out there bro because damn i didn't last two seconds in that ring which is which is normal because my missus says that to me as well like, <laughs> I, never last, I never last two seconds anyway in anything but like you know but imagine that when when the guy hit me the box on the head the pain when the and when he gave me the body shot on the ribs bro like imagine that for five minutes each round bro like they go five minutes each round yeah. dodging mm-hmm. and that that's discipline bro mm-hmm. but like you know i was really up i had the great opportunity to actually stand there and be seen by great youtubers and stuff like that man i've been i've i've seen so many things in my life like literally i've got offers from from brands like you know pennies um captain morgan's jd and people have come up to me and offer me great things and it's just it's just amazing to see where this is taking me and i know this is just the beginning because yeah. at the end of the day bro this bro this is a big world bro and i don't know where it's taking me and it's it's a very it's 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 uh it's like a it's like a it's like a it's like a storm it's like a storm and the only way to survive a storm is to stay calm mm-hmm. because if you worry if you worry and you like you know what was next or you're like oh my god what wh- where am i going to go now or um, am i going to get this place you 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 let go of the course you'll be off the course in a quick in a quick phase you you'll be that kind of guy who get famous today and tomorrow nobody knows you anymore you know that kind of way that's how life works you know that kind of way because yeah. you, you know you're but when you just decide to have fun enjoy every every process every single stage that you're in like right now i'm in a stage whereby like the whole country knows me like literally i i'm i'm that guy that walks somewhere and they're like, oh black party oh black party oh i'm loving that shit bro <laughs> that is cool i'm like yeah. to you man i walk out of my house we'll take pictures and people come up to me and say are oh, you not sick of taking pictures bro i love it 
Imagine mm-hmm. me walking out of my house, nobody gives a fuck about you anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Like right now, I'm just I'm enjoying this right now. Yeah. This is fun. I'm being invited to podcasts like this. Like on a normal day, you probably you guys probably wouldn't think of inviting me to your podcast just because I am where I am today. Obviously, I am being invited. Yeah. So that's I mean, I'm enjoying every single process. And at the end of the day, I want to use this 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 stage of my life to tell stories, to inspire people, you know, that kind of way to actually people, I want people to see me and just don't see the, 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 the money or whatever it is, or I'm like, you know, when I say the money, I mean, like, you know, like there, it's not like I'm not making money. I'm making money, yeah. but like, you know, it just don't see that part. Don't see the fame. Yeah. I just wanted to see the fun, to see, to see the character. Yeah. That's what I'm going to, to see the character, to see how I handle these situations, you know, that kind of way, because, at the end of the day, we're all gonna die one day, man. Exactly. And when we die, it's it's not about it's not about how it's not about how we're living life. It's about what would they say about you when you're gone. You know that kind of way. How did you live your life? Because that's how that's the question. How did you live your life? This life that God gave to you. How did you live it? Did you live it with fear? Did you live it to worry? Did you live it to stress? Or did you just send it? Or you enjoyed every minute of it? You know that kind of way. Because I used to be that guy who was. Who was used to be afraid of things and you know get worried because re- recently I was I was in the hospital and I I was afraid because I thought I was never gonna walk man it was scary man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I was having weird cramps on my legs and and my belly was kind of like you know was kind of like you know cramping I don't know if it's age and man I, I like the older I get the pain the the different type of pain I get as mm-hmm. well and and they never go away if I get a shoulder pain today tomorrow I'm getting a back pain yeah. next time I'm getting a leg pain and sometimes I get a heart pain I'm like yep that's it now guys <laughs> alright right, guys that's it the black body logging out because right. <laughs> bro this because like pain can be right there I'm like whoa what the fuck is that you know yeah. anyway. and it just kind of make me realize one thing bro the, that we, I, I have to stop because I worry a lot Mm-hmm. at the stage you know because i'm new to i'm new to fame it's not like i it's not like I, I i like fame i've been famous since i was born no um it's a new gratitude that just happened to me and when i when i, I realized that when i worry so much it attracts negative things like you know sickness it attracts like you know negative fi- vibes basically so i just since that day i was in the hospital and i was just there lying down and i was like you know what I need to stop worrying about all this material stuff and worry about how to make the next money or who's gonna come and give me a brand. Cause I like I can be there and I see my my TikTok influencers, follower friends, and let's say this this company is after giving them a brand deal, and I'm like, what the fuck? Why not me? Why can't I not have this? It's not me worrying about that. Why don't I just enjoy? what i have and be grateful for this and just have fun with it because those kind of things will come maybe not now but in a different way maybe that what you're wishing for might not be good for you or you know that kind of way so you just just enjoy enjoy the vibe so i've always kind of like you know have that mindset of just enjoying that moment enjoy what you have be grateful for what you have as well because at the end of the day what you have right now is not by it's not by your own doing for me it's from god Mm-hmm. You know that kind of way. That's that's how you have what you have. To be honest with you, I I put a post recently yesterday, and um, I was talking to people about how I got over my depression and anxiety, and um, because I used to have a lot of depression and anxiety, and I told them the steps that I did, and I mentioned prayer, and the guy goes, "I like I was following you until you said prayer, because that's not, prayer doesn't do anything, it's it's your action, and I I I understand that, which is true. You know, sometimes your action as well help you, but yeah. We human being, we humans, we forget that we deal with three segments of our life: spiritually, 
mentally, physically. Okay, physically you go to gym. Mentally, you know, you, you are, your mindset, how you see things. Spiritually, it's the most powerful thing that we don't even see as well. So when, when, you're, when you're spiritually strong, when you're very spiritually strong, you will live a, you live a life of, of being untouchable. What mm. I mean is, for example, if you're doing something good with your life, there's, what, there's something that we call energy. And energy is like somebody can have what we call uh, the, the energy eye. Okay, mm -hmm. energy eye is like, okay, today I bought a Ferrari. I put the Ferrari picture on Facebook. And it might not be intentional. It might be your girlfriend. It might be your mom, your dad, your friend, whoever it is. And they'll see that, oh, my God, is that buying a Mercedes? Fucking hell, where did you get the money from? How did you even do that? Jesus Christ, you know what I mean? Why, why did you have Why can't I not have the Mercedes? And you're there. But you, you're not seeing this. But somebody else is thinking, you don't even know who it is. It might be someone close to you. But they're thinking, literally, they're giving you bad vibes, but you don't know. And that, that person thinking that bad vibe, that bad vibe might not intentionally want to think that bad vibe because they're just in a place whereby they know they can't afford that, but they, they're they're thinking that bad vibes against you. Now, we, our mind is powerful that whatever we think happens, whatever you say happens, that's how powerful this mind is, negative or positive. You say it to the world and it will definitely happen. You're just that guy who just, you know, you're, you're, you're a very hardworking guy. You, you're, you're, you have a great mindset. You're very good at what you do, but spiritually, you're not strong now this guy is giving you an energy where you 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 are you're not you can't you can't repel that mm -hmm. but imagine you're spiritually strong every day you pray you got that car thank you god i'm grateful for this car this is the best car you've ever given me i'm so happy that i can afford this car thank you god amazing whatever religion you have but you're internally happy you're thanking universe for the car yeah. you know that's you you're you're actually giving that car good vibes if someone give you bad vibes that wouldn't even work because you have you're after giving that car good very very good spiritually vibe so if that person think oh my god why did he have can whatever it is that person just thought that towards you but guess what you're protected it's like a boxer you're strong already the the energy just bounce back off that car it's you're good now you know what i mean so that's that's what i meant when that guy was thinking oh my god why is this same prayer i pray because i'm i'm on the limelight i'm on i'm i'm known everywhere i go to i'm aware that i will be in a group of people that they know me but i don't know them among those people, some people like me, some people don't like me. But I don't know who likes me. I don't know who doesn't like me. But I'm praying to God, please protect me. That's all I want. Protect yeah. me. Because I don't know who likes me or doesn't like me. Just protect me and I just want to keep doing what I love to do. That's all I'm saying. That's how spiritual kind of uh, being, pray being prayerful helps. Yeah. 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 I think we'll wrap it up there. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on and chatting oh, to you. No, thank, you thank you, thank you so much, much for taking the time to come on. Yeah, and thank you so much. Chatting guys. to you is about everything. Yeah, um, thank you so much, man. And obviously, we'll put all the links and stuff to your social media and all in the description. If you don't already follow this man, go do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we we honestly look forward to seeing some of your videos. We look forward to you going to Balamina. Oh, I have to try. <laughs> I have to try the bagel bean yeah. tonight. Oh, it's just like, it's in my yeah. head. Like, literally, yeah. it's all in my head, yeah. bro. I have to yeah. try that one day. Uh, right. <laughs> and, yeah, honestly, thank you very much. All right, thank you guys for having me, really. It really means a lot. So, um, yeah, don't forget. And by the way, before I leave, I'm going to be having my... Uh, my own uh my my own merchandise coming up soon i can't i can't tell you guys it's gonna be a surprise so watch out watch out uh, it's gonna be an amazing merchandise i'm trying to uh i'm trying to bring out because it's gonna be another way of me of you know living living uh living something in this world and giving as well so awesome yeah i can't wait for you guys to watch awesome. out for that yeah awesome that'll be cool keep, keep an eye thank yeah. you very much all right thank, thank you. you all the best all right thank you so much